0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe.
0: All right, super excited to have on once again, Jared Koenig, uh, free agent ma- uh, pitcher. Uh, previously, you had made your major league debut with the Oakland Athletics, my team that I grew up cheering for. Um, so the second time, had, had you. we had you on when you were a minor leaguer. Now that you became a pro in a, a major leaguer, I had to get you back on uh, Jared, yeah. how how's your offseason been, man?
1: Uh, it's been good. I mean, I, I had a little downtime to go out and do a little bit of hunting. wasn't much success, but I got to do that and just kind of decompress a little bit. And now it's just been six days a week at the gym, throwing, uh, lifting, getting ready for uh, whatever comes next.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because the last time we talked, to you were, you mentioned you were a hunter. Um, like, what do you what do you hunt for when you're there or over there in California? What do you hunt for?
1: Uh, so I I mean early on in October it was deer season so I was hunting for a a deer uh, just a buck a good buck in general in uh, our B zone area which uh, California is uh, set up in zone so B zone is where it's a easier tag to get just because it's a usually an over-the-counter tag and that's just what I went for and that's where some of our land is so I was going for that had no luck it was too dry too hot and the the bucks were still up in the mountains and I wasn't up in the mountains so it's didn't work that way and then uh, i was hoping to get out for a pig hunt or some quail and maybe coyote stuff but i haven't i mean i've been so busy i just it's kind of hard baseball is your job in yeah. the off season i feel like i'm busier in the off season than i am in the season
0: yeah did, did you um do you hunt with bow or like rifle or both uh, I'm,
1: I'm a rifle hunter okay. my buddies are all i mean they're all both hunt both uh, rifle and bow hunters but okay. i I haven't got into the bow yet. I, I'm sure my brother and I will do that. I bet he would be first to get into that. He's just a little more uh, inquisitive, yeah. in and that stuff. And I, I like I like rifles. I like that feeling a little more.
0: Yeah, and like I mean, I I grew up in California in the Bay Area, and now I live in here in Wisconsin. I still haven't gone hunting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's something I'm gonna have to get into. Like I keep on telling myself, next year I'll go hunting. Next year I'll go hunting. Yeah. I just gotta. I gotta yeah. figure it out. And maybe next year I'll just go down to California and you can, you know, show me how to how to hunt and all that kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> I mean I, I can attempt to show you but I'm yeah. I'm really good at scaring them away, so we'll see.
0: Hey, just it's, I think it's just for that that atmosphere, like the the feeling of like, all right, like I'm yeah. out there doing something, you know. I don't know. Yeah. It, it just seems kinda cool. Um so this off season, um you you had mentioned before we started recording and stuff that you had been non tendered by the A's. Um Like what is what is now the process? Like is your agent like like talking to all these MLB teams, or are there teams that kind of like rumbling, reaching out to you and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, my agent he'll reach out to teams and uh, see what they need. He'll he'll look look down the the rosters, see what they have and what they if they're in need of left-handed pitching and stuff like that. Um, With me, I mean, I'm not stuck being a starter. I can be a reliever if I need to be. So like. It's, it's really if the team wants me and wants to give me a contract and I can do whatever I need to do. I mean, I'd prefer to start, at least for the time being, but if they need me say it's a minor league deal and they need to bring me up and they need me to relieve, that's fine. I mean, I've, I think I've shown success in that. Mm-hmm. So I, I over that, it's kind of just for me, get ready, work on what I need to work on, working on a true cutter and stuff like that and kind of putting my, my – myself to get ready and put my best foot forward for whichever yeah. may come.
0: Yeah. And so it has this off season been any different than previous off seasons. Cause obviously you major, major league debut last season, maybe you have a better awareness of what you need to work on, or is it pretty much just the same? You're just grinding, trying to get better every day.
1: Uh, yeah, no, there's, it's, there's always, every off seasons come with some sort of something to improve on and get better. And yeah. over the last five years at my gym, Rosie's training, um, I've continuously gotten better and moved better. My, right. my mobility, everything's gotten better. So now I'm continuing that. I'm, I'm moving better than I was last year. Uh, ball, ball's coming out good. I'm working on – I'm because with my cutter last year, it was more of a uh, slider cutter. It wasn't necessarily a true cutter. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to work on getting that to where it's uh, more like a Corbin Burns cutter. Yeah. Uh, hard, yeah, and he has a nice hard nasty cutter too. Yeah, similar to my fastball. Like low with some cut to it, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I tried that grip. It's, it's his grip actually, and it's been fantastic so far. Working on that, just kind of building off of it, and then kind of trying to create my curveball to be a little more of a sweep instead mm-hmm. of because uh, sometimes it's like it's like eleven to five usually. And so if I can get like ten to four or ten thirty to four thirty, then mm-hmm. have a little more sweep, then I don't need to add a slider just yet. So. That, that's kind of been the thought process mainly maintain velo, uh, work on moving better and yeah. stuff like that, and all, all that jazz.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And you work out at Rossi's. Are there any other pro guys who work there? Because I see you guys posting videos of you guys working out all the time. In the rain, even, I saw you guys in a yeah. tent or something. I'm like, all right, yeah. the grind doesn't stop. No big deal.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. So my brother, he's with the Padres. He got signed. Oh, okay. Undrafted free agent uh, or undrafted out of, yeah, I guess it'd be a free agent out of uh, college from uh, Cabrillo college out here. And so he's with the Padres organization. He's, so he works out with me and then we had, ai uh, uh, don't even know his last name, Phineas, Phineas Del Ponte, uh, something like that. Yeah. I kind of, I, don't, I just, I call him Finn. I All his right. Name, Finn. Ciao, Finn. He's with the Rockies and he was a double a last year. And uh, my, uh, and so he was there for a little bit, and then he had made plans to go down to AZ ahead of time, mm-hmm. just for uh, to kind of work out down there a little bit. And so he's been doing that. Um, but th- those are the main pro guys right now, and then we're always trying to recruit and get more guys to come there because he's. I mean, Matt there is fantastic, and he sure yeah. that gets better.
0: Did, did Matt play? Like, I mean, I, I, I what was his background? He. I think you're free. Oh there. Uh,
1: and that was that I think that was about the extent of his stuff. I know he went to he said he went to Australia as well. Okay. Um, but he he was kind of that true grinder, that indie ball grinder and yeah. then just kind of transferred to uh the gym stuff and understanding yeah. body and he's he's really good at what he does. He's very intelligent and It's awesome. Uh, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So for those who maybe didn't hear last Our first episode together, uh, maybe give a brief like background on on your story, how you went from three different colleges uh, to Indie Ball, Australia or New Zealand, and then (laughs) with the Oakland Athletics.
1: Yeah, so I mean, well, I I started in uh, Central Arizona for for junior college, went there for two years, got drafted by the White Sox, ended up not getting a contract offer. So I went to uh, Old Dominion University, where I had a scholarship, ended up get my scholarship pulled there because frankly I wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. And then I went to uh uh Cal State Monterey Bay, I had a decent season, thought I'd get drafted. Uh had a couple injuries that year, which was my first time ever. Then ended up not getting drafted. So I, I waited. I kinda of played summer ball again that year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then twenty seventeen I went to the United Shores Professional League. I was there for a month, uh got released I uh, went to the Pecos League, the Monterey Amberjacks. was there for four weeks, got moved up to their their travel team and mm-hmm. the American Association was there for five and a half weeks, got released after a 15-hour bus ride at 3 a.m. in the morning in Dallas, wow, got played out that morning uh, like 9 a.m., I think it was my flight, and I landed in San Francisco. Two hours later, I got a call from San Rafael Pacifics. And I finished out my season there, and then in 2018, went back to the Pacifics, had a really good year. Signed with the Milwaukee Milkmen uh, for their their inaugural season. They ended up trading me before their spring training to the uh, Lake Erie Crushers in the Mm -hmm. Frontier League. Mm -hmm. Ended up playing there the whole year, Uh, had a really good year. And then I got a chance to go to New Zealand, play for the Auckland Tuatara. And this was the winter of 2019, so I was there, and then the A's ended up signing me five weeks in, and so I I came home after the sixth week, and then had COVID spring training, got sent home. Yeah, uh, didn't play baseball until October with the team for uh, just instructs, and then 2021 went to Double A, 2022 started in Triple A, and then finished or well. I guess it started. I got called up, made my debut, and then, uh, and then I finished the year with the big league club.
0: Wow, that's incredible! So you mentioned Central Arizona. I've actually had a guy on from Central Arizona. He's with the Giants and their organization in AAA. He said, I think this is the college he talked about. He said that after every win, they would have like a wrestling match in like their like modular buildings that they had for like dorms. Is that did they do that when you were there?
1: They did not do that when we were there. Uh, <laughs> that might have been a different rowdy group that we that that the school made have uh, acquired. Um, I mean, we had a modular locker room. I know that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we did. We didn't do that. But I, I wouldn't put it past. I mean, that's that's those JUCO shenanigans right there. Yeah,
0: no, and and he did go to Central Arizona because I remember thinking about you when I had talked to him, and yeah. he, he said that in their like buildings are they had like modular dorms, right?
1: Uh, or, they may now. They may have expanded. Oh, okay. Uh, because uh, when I was there, it was it was uh, Adobe style uh, dorms, and then one taller building that was. Maybe
0: that's what he was talking about. But he said that they would also like do like this run, and that he said that when he was running, like he was literally throwing up as he was running, but he couldn't <laughs> stop because they were just yelling at him to keep keep running. Um, did you have do you have any interest? or funny like JUCO stories or in time in, from your time in Central Arizona? I mean,
1: when when we were at Central, we we used to run the hill there behind the school and we opted to run that because it took longer to get there and so it was less running so we would gradually we'd slowly jog over there to make sure we uh we because once we did the sprints i mean they kicked our ass because it was hill sprints and you're you're at two thousand feet of elevation so enough to where you're gonna feel it yeah and we we opted for that i think damn near 90 percent of the time to run over there instead of running on track and just getting tortured there Uh, but 6 a.m i think i missed each year I missed one time I turned off my alarm, something mentally at night or when it was going off, I must've just hit snooze without uh-huh. even trying to, or turn off. And I woke up and i like, ah, shit. And I, I think I did that once each year and <laughs> I, I got, I got talked to for a little bit, but they knew I wasn't like trying to skip yeah. it. Yeah, It was just, it's how it goes. I mean, I, I haven't been there in a few years. And I think they've, they've really upgraded the baseball facilities.
0: Yeah, and they have a good team too. Like they're consistently a really well-run um, well, team yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: and they won the. I think they won the championship mm-hmm. last year.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, so you, uh, you went to Arizona, Central Arizona. You go to a couple different universities and schools. You didn't get drafted. Um, yeah. When you finally got that call up to the major leagues, like a col- culmination of all that effort and work that you put into it, like what was that feeling like? What walk me through like your whole call up because I, I heard something about Stephen Vogt involved in there. Uh, and you're called like like, walk me through that story
1: yeah so uh it turns out we have a boat boats on a rehab assignment Mm -hmm. and he's set to leave uh the following monday or that that monday because it's our off day and he's traveling it was the a's off day too so he was traveling to atlanta Mm -hmm. to meet the team and they call a team meeting and it was on saturday and sunday is always an early day so it's tough to do things and he ended up uh having a just to talk to the team, thank the team. And at first, though, I had my uh, teammate, Zach Logue, next to me, and he goes, I think someone's getting called up. I go, no, no one's getting called up. And, like, it's just it's just a meeting of some sort. Like, I thought we were going to get reamed by by Fran for some reason. Yeah. Like, maybe we did something stupid. I don't know. I was like, ah, because normally you don't get just meetings right before, like, a couple hours before a game unless it's, like, pre-scheduled. Mm-hmm and so i'm like no that's not happening and then i saw someone recording down below uh i think it was Reed, our video guy i'm like huh, strange okay maybe he's I, I i thought like in all honesty i'm like he vote wanted him to record this so he could have it like as a like because he's he wants to be a manager and like kind of yeah. reflect on things and how he talks and everything because he's so well spoken oh and yeah oh yeah commands the room so well and so he's just talking and He's th- thanking us for everything, how and telling us how he loves to compete and everything that we mm-hmm. did. And then after uh, that, he pauses and he goes, "Oh wait, one more thing. It's so cool to go to the big leagues, and everyone's got their own different path and everything." And, and once he said that, I'm like, "Wait, no!" And he goes, "Jared Kane, you're going to the big leagues." <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I just put my head down. And I was like, I was in tears. I'm like, "Wow, this is so cool." And so that was a special moment I get to share with him and. I'm appreciative of everything he did for me and uh, kind of showing me the ropes and yeah. everything. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, and, and he also, I believe, made his debut um, when he was 27 or 28, close to the same yeah, age he, as you. He,
1: yeah, he was a later one. He had a he had a tougher route for sure. And then he had told me he wasn't he didn't have a established year in the big leagues until he was like 30 or something like that. Yeah. So like it's, I mean, it's for me, I was never it was never a, a doubt of. of it would happen it was a matter of when for me, yeah, so fortunately it happened,
0: yeah and do you think that moment like was more special for him just because you both had a similar like grind to get to where you were
1: i, I i'd like to from what i understand it from him is he he loved that and that he he said that was one of the coolest things he's ever done wow um and that's i know that's something he wants to be able to do in the future more of yeah. and it just happened to work out that that way and i mean it was yeah it was, it was awesome
0: yeah and like everyone talks about how like such a great locker room guy he is i mean with uh, his different like best. um referee routines and like different <laughs> jokes that he like what is like maybe a good steven boat story that like just kind of like summarizes his whole like just atmosphere and like him being around you guys
1: i mean he's the same person every day uh he's 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 says hi to every single person. He knows everyone that was working. Like I'd watch, I'd walk behind him walking up to the, uh, into the Oakland stadium he'd say hi to everyone. He'd say, Hey, how's it going? Uh, um, just a true professional. And then he, he, he would do his, he did his, I got to see his uh, referee routine yeah. and he said, he usually does it once a year for, for uh, however long. And, um, and that is special i mean he is he commands it so well he's yeah. so confident up there, and it's i mean he he's an entertainer and mm-hmm. he he knows what he's doing, he knows how to bring a team together and kind of get them to to be excited and one of my favorite things was after a win, we were in the locker room like we were excited, but we weren't like excited like we mm-hmm. normally should be, and he ripped us for going. Uh like and I don't know if I should say this, but he's just like it's special to be in the big leagues and to get a win. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard to get a win. So you should celebrate it every single day. Absolutely. Every single win. And that that resonated with me so much. And I was like, Yeah, that's exactly so. After that, I think this was towards the end of the year when I I think it was like my maybe my third stint up there when he said when he had done that. And I was I was like, Yes. Like and everyone Truly, truly felt that. And I think that was really what helped him. We finished the year decently strong. So like, I think he was a big part in really kind of creating some chemistry and everything and all, and all that.
0: How was he throwing to, because obviously you, you threw to him when you were up there. Like, I mean, was was like as a catcher and pitcher to catcher, like how was it throwing uh, pitching to him?
1: I didn't get the pitch to him no? in, a, in, a, in a game. No, okay. I, I did in, in double a. Okay. Uh, or not not double A, sorry. In uh, spring training, I got to throw to a, when he just got re signed by the A's, I got to one of his first outings. He caught me for a couple innings. So that was awesome. Uh, he, like, he, he, we'd talk in the inning, in between innings and kind of talk about the next couple pitches, sequencing to start. And mm-hmm. he was, he was awesome. I learned just a, a lot right there. And then in, uh, in season, I don't, I can't remember if he caught me in triple A at all. I don't think he caught me in mm-hmm. the, any of those in the, his rehab outings. But he, he was, I mean, he was watching every pitch, mm-hmm. watching everything, watching, trying to understand how each pitcher works and everything. Um, but catching in the bullpens, when he did catch me, he was like, yeah, that's great pitch right there. Keep doing that. Throw that off of bat. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so impressive and yeah. so cool. I mean, to keep going and doing what he was doing and just still be so present and so humble uh, every second of the day was was awesome.
0: Were you there... Uh, you, yes, you were there for his last at bat when his kids had announced yeah. that he was bat- coming to a bat and then he hits a home run. Like how, like what was the environment or an atmosphere in like the dugout and stuff like I that mean, when that be- happened?
1: Being in, oh, I was in the bullpen. I'm oh, sorry, bullpen. Uh, and, yeah. When that happened. And watching that was so special. And w- we knew something was gonna, like, it was just like baseball. Like it was like how it should be. Yeah. And you could feel something was going to come. Like the first at bat didn't, nothing really, I can't remember what happened. First at bat, maybe ground out or something. But then that, I think it was his third about when he hit that home run to, to just, and he absolutely ripped it down the line. And I mean, everyone just screamed like we're in the bullpen. We stood up, hands up, everything. He's just running around. It was, yeah, so special, such a cool day. I I was fortunate to be a part of that and, um, and for everything, especially after everything he had done for me, it was so cool to see and his family's amazing too. Yeah.
0: That's so cool! That's so cool that you're able to experience that because, like, he's been—he's always been one of my favorite A's to watch. Because I remember when he got his first uh, major league hit. I remember when he, mm-hmm. he had a big hit in the postseason, uh, yeah. a walk off win, I think in like 14 or 15. Uh, yeah. Super cool guy has an awesome career for a couple of different uh, th- a couple of different teams. I'm glad he was able to finish with Oakland, um, just w- for what everything he meant to that fa- to means and meant to that fan base. Um, what was the moment when you realized like you were now in the show and you weren't in AAA anymore? Like I talked to guys who were like, Yeah, I was on the flight and they're like, Do you want lobster shrimp and mac and cheese and check out the menu and you know, stuff like that? Like what was that moment where you're like, Okay, this is so show? Uh
1: I I think when I was in Atlanta right away, I mean, they've done a great job, the chefs there, they had they had fantastic they had steaks, they had ribeyes, uh and they had smoothies after batting practice and stuff like that, like that and beer in the fridge, like constantly. And like, I'm like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is legit. I yeah. mean, that stadium walking out there, I'm like, okay, like that, that's, that's crazy. And for me, like, so it, it was, I would say that's right where I noticed it. I'm like, all right, this is, this is freaking sweet.
0: This is a little different than AAA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little
1: yeah, different a little than different. Indie ball. <laughs> yeah. Just a touch, just a little bit.
0: Do you think going through all that like indie ball and you know uh, uh, New Zealand and, and the minors made you just appreciate it so much more um, after going through what you went through?
1: Oh yeah. I, I I think and I tell everyone this, I think no matter where you're at and even if you're already a big leaguer mm-hmm. and have already had like you had you've had a successful career, I think everyone should play a year of indie ball just to experience it and understand what it's about. Mhm. Because it's completely different. You're on your own. You you have very little uh, oversight for what you're doing uh, on the, like in your prep and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think it's fantastic and such a good way for people to understand the game a little more and like see the true grinders out there. Because yeah. there's some really good talent in in, in indie ball and yeah. they just have to be found.
0: No, for sure. And like, like your prime example.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I'd like to think so. Yeah.
0: Um, so, so you talk about like the food and stuff, like, what about like the trips, the flights, like, I mean, uh, what was the environment obviously after wins different than after a loss and stuff like that, but like, what were the flights like where they're playing cards or, you know, what, what was the environment like on the, on the flights traveling?
1: Yeah, the flights are cool. I mean, you get, you get a lot of the veterans in the back playing cards and, and enjoy the time, I mean, you, you get to, you get, you get good food, you get cookies, <laughs> like, uh, uh, the, uh. Uh, stewardesses are fantastic they i mean they're so kind yeah. and they 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 if you ask for something they'll bring you bring it to you right yeah. away which is, it was great um yeah i mean the, the demeanor overall was pretty just level I, I mean we have a win yeah everyone was excited like it's a lot it's a different to oh, yeah. get a flight on a win versus uh having a fight on a loss but it's i mean the it, it More or less, we're there to enjoy our time and Mm -hmm. and enjoy each other's company. And so that's what it felt like. It felt very together.
0: Yeah. Who was kind of like the the tone setter or maybe like the glue guy? Was it Steven Vo? I'm assuming he's he's probably one of the main locker room guys there.
1: Yeah. I would say Voter and uh, I would say Tony Kemp were pretty much of the the glue guys. Like they'd always be able to be vocal and, and keep everyone in line a little bit.
0: Tony Kemp had some incredible defensive plays. I remember watching. I think it was one he like dove, and I'm like, how did he even go? Yeah. <laughs> He's like flying. It was like everywhere, yeah. all over Sports Center stuff. He was just like flying. How did he catch that?
1: He is a crazy athlete. It's unreal.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. Um, speaking of going to different stadiums and stuff, um, what was maybe the, the stadium that had like the craziest fans? Maybe they let you guys hear it when you guys were warming up in the bullpen. Um, and things like that. I heard. Chicago, I heard the White Sox actually had some have some rowdy fans. Obviously, you talk about Philly. I don't know if you play there, but um, like, what was that stadium for you? Where you are like, wow, these fans were just letting us have it.
1: Yeah. See, I didn't make it to uh, Chicago, uh, yeah. so I don't know that. Oh, I, I, I know. To,
0: I know. I was I was hoping to see you there. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Boston was pretty mellow. Hmm. Um, Fenway was. I mean, that was a cool stadium. in General, just for nostalgia and everything. Yeah. I mean, that's such a special stadium, so that was awesome to be my second start there, too, mm-hmm. is, even though I gave up seven runs or something like that. It was, it was still a cool experience, yeah. fantastic experience, and always learning. Um, I'm trying to think. What? I mean, Houston, we were tucked away, so you don't really hear fans uh, at least yelling at the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Seattle, oh, Seattle would have some, because they all have the... the the standing room beer, beer uh, deck right oh, there. Oh, right
0: by the, uh, the
1: bullpen. Right behind the bullpen. Yeah. So they would talk a lot. I mean, but they weren't like ruthless or anything. Yeah. Like a lot of them, once you started warming up, some of them would start chirping and saying stuff. And then, I mean, you just laugh at them mm-hmm. because like, we're here and <laughs> yeah. you're out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: and they're paying to see you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say that from my experience so far, that was more of the uh, the more ruthless, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't, it wasn't ruthless by yeah. any means.
0: Yeah, you you went to the uh, the Braves Stadium where you got your first win, I believe, right? And uh, no, trees. that
1: that was my first outing.
0: Oh, your first uh, outing. Okay, where'd you get first your first win, win was at?
1: On Father's Day uh, at Oakland.
0: Oh, okay, okay. How cool is that yeah. to get your first win on Father's Day?
1: That was special. I had my dad there, yeah. and All of that. That was incredible. That was that was one of my favorite moments of all time, and I'll always cherish that. And I, I truly en- enjoyed all all of that that came with that. Yeah
0: what so okay so you went to uh the braves you went to uh boston like what has been your favorite place to play at because obviously like you talk about those are some like really like well-known like places like what was your favorite place to pitch at or even just the city environment
1: uh city environment boston i i was able to get out and do a little more there we had an off day there so that was really cool seattle was really cool i didn't get to pitch there um but I, I really enjoyed, like the downtown. Cole Irvin, he mm-hmm. he had spent a few a uh, few years up there. He said after college, and so he he showed me around. He got to, we we went out and get some lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up doing a, a long trek to go take some photos out uh, on one of the uh, to get some of the skyline. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, I I enjoyed that city a lot, and then, I mean, Houston's right around Houston's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, it's, it's humid as can be, but mm-hmm. there's, there's some cool little things right around in that area. And that stadium's pretty, pretty cool too. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't get to do much in Kansas city and Cleveland, Cleveland. I, I have experience with, so mm-hmm. like that, that was another one uh, being my girlfriend being from there and living there. So she got to, she, he, she, her and I got to hang out and the whole time and I didn't even have to worry about pitching there. So it was like, yeah. it was nice and relaxing. It was cool.
0: That's so that's so cool. Who's who's been the 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 toughest batter you faced? Uh, did you face Shohei? Or, or... I didn't. I did
1: face Shohei. I struck him out. Oh, and... okay.
0: That's something you can hang your hat on yeah. though, because that dude's yeah, I nasty. Can, I can
1: hold, hold on to that one. And then, uh, um, I got Mike Trout. He swung my first pitch fastball and got a ground out. Um, I think it was yeah, it was a ground out. Um, I think Judge was very commanding in the box. Um, and yeah. same mistake. Those guys were the, how massive they are up there. They yeah. were very commanding.
0: How'd you pitch against them?
1: Uh, I walked both of them once, and I got a line out from Judge, and I believe I got a pop out from Stanton.
0: Okay, so this is what you got to do. Is, and maybe I'll do this. Uh, you just got to take those clips of you getting outs from Shohei, <laughs> from Mike Trout. <laughs> From Stan in, from Judge, and just send those to every major league team. Look, these are the guys you've got now. Don't worry about everything else. Like if you can get yeah. those four guys out, like you yeah. can you'll be good. You'll be fine.
1: Oh well, for sure. Yeah. I mean that, there's I mean, there's so many talented hitters I face, but those are the guys. Like, I mean I faced Altuve and Bregman and uh stuff like that. So like it's it's I mean, yeah, it's those are the names. Like those are the guys you've watched and for a long time and now you get to be up on the hill against them
0: yeah that's so cool and how, how was that like kind of being um because you got sent down a little bit then it got called back you kind of like bouncing around um yeah. through that time and obviously like baseball's hard in general as it is how did you stay mentally strong through those times because you have ups you have downs what did you do
1: i mean yeah it's tough i mean granted I feel like I spent probably 75% of the year on the road mm-hmm. because when I'd get sent down, we'd be on the road. When I get called up, we'd be on the road. Uh, and so it felt like I was always traveling mm-hmm. more so rather than like having a home base. So once I got into that you know, I had to like kind of understand like, okay, wait, I kind of, I had to like try and re reground myself because mm-hmm. I, I started to feel a little lost Yeah, uh, just with how everything was going and I felt like anxious a little bit just because you never know what's going to happen like i could get called back up and i'd have to pack and be ready for the next day so i was like it was almost like a it was a true challenge there's something something i hadn't really dealt with because wherever i've been i've almost i've been there the whole year mm-hmm. and so like that was a little different and it's something i i know i'll figure out how to do it'll just take a little more time sure. of kind of that understanding with it but it yeah overall it was it was Fine. It was just kind of the uh, constant travel and feeling like a, on the road was a little was a little harder for sure.
0: Yeah. How was it pitching in Oakland? Because I mean, I like I've been there so many times, but as a fan, obviously, um, the, the the foul ground is huge. You hear people talking about it. Obviously, we know the stadium. it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. But like, how was it pitching in that environment?
1: Uh, I I liked it. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with it. You, the fans, you can hear like there, yeah. there's some true fans. It's just, uh. And it can be so spread out and it's so engulfing because mm-hmm. of how massive that stadium is Yeah, that it's, it's hard to really get everyone tucked together in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I actually enjoyed pitching there. I mean, I, I grew up going to games there, so I, yeah. I like, I know it, it was just, it was cool to be on the, on the field for that. And, and uh I mean, the fans, they're great. They all, they all cheer for you. And yeah, and I made a few lifelong friends just from talking with guys on on Instagram that reached out and then met them at the games and stuff yeah. like that. That was cool.
0: Yeah, and like the the right field bleacher creatures, they have all the awesome signs. Like I like that, yeah. the whole environment. That's so Oakland. Um, yes. I hope they never move. Like they're just perfectly right where they need to be.
1: Yeah, I I, I hope I honestly hope they stay in Oakland. But that's that's not my yeah. say, and like I can't control that. So I think it would be good for the team to stay there. It's just a matter of how it'll work out. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Um I just had on um Lucas Gilbreth He is a, a reliever uh for the Rockies. Um he mm-hmm. actually grew up in Colorado and was drafted by them. Um how cool is it to be playing for a team that you went to watch as you know you went to watch those games when you were young?
1: Uh yeah that I think that was something that was a little more special. Like you get to be like kind of that hometown kid in the yeah. sense even though I I'd say I went to probably more Giants games just because it was I'm going to awesome. edit
0: that out but no big deal. <laughs> it was a
1: little, it was a little easier to get to in in reality with uh where it was compared to Oakland and traffic mm-hmm. stuff like that. But the I mean the Oakland tickets were always cheaper. So if, if I could go with friends and and their dad or whatever then I would I would always go and they were big A's fans so it made it a little easier but yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a cool thing to be able to get to play for a hometown team and mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy that immensely.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure the fans like really took to that. Just you being like yeah. a local guy pitching uh, for a team that like you obviously you went to go watch when you were a kid, um, yeah. which is so, so cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. No. And I mean, there's so many people that being, being around here, like the last few days, people have recognized me. I'm like, thank you. Like, <laughs> uh, cool. Like, it's weird. Like, I'm not used to that. But early on, like, I hadn't really added that. But I think a little more people have paid attention and stuff like that. And um, but yeah, it's it's cool. You you have a lot of uh kind of a lot of wherewithal with people that and, and resonance with uh with people that are in that that this vicinity,
0: yeah. And it's also you have your family there, like your parents in the area, like they can go watch you, exactly. uh, which is super cool. They you're able to experience that, and then of course, you got your your first win on Father's Day, which is something like again, like you'll never forget your father would never forget such a cool moment you guys can share together,
1: yeah, yeah very much so.
0: Did you grow up uh a Niners fan or a Raiders fan?
1: Uh I grew up a Bills fan.
0: Okay, that's fine. Long if you would have said Niners, like again, that would have been bad. But like okay, Bills I can like like you, uh, you think this is their I, year?
1: I I I hope so. Um, they they've been through so much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it'd be great to see the Bills win. I always rooted for the Niners and the Raiders. Okay. Uh, two different div- div- divisions. i right, right. I was a big Rich Gannon fan. Oh yeah, uh, for the Raiders, and I really I really enjoyed watching like those kind of Raiders right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's it's interesting to see the state they're in right now. Um, state state of the yeah. team and state state of where they're at. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's Um, that's true yeah yeah i mean i think i think the bills have a very good shot i'd say last year was a better chance and (laughs)
0: that game was wild i'm hoping some
1: of the defense uh defensive players can come back uh for them because i know they've had like uh like a hide and stuff like that Mm -hmm. have been out and that's those have been killers for them
0: yeah well hey, uh let's let's end it on this. I mean, obviously like I said you, you're uh an MLB free agent, so um you know, players out or owners out there, go ahead just look at Mike Trout highlights, look at Aaron Judge highlights. You ever heard of them? No big deal. He's chuck them out. <laughs> lined out. <laughs> um hopefully like i said and if you get signed by milwaukee like i will be at the airport picking you up like that's so cool if you, if you come here play here in wisconsin but uh, uh that would
1: be awesome if i could yeah.
0: yeah yeah for sure so best of luck to you jared I, I want to appreciate i appreciate you taking the time to come back on again like this is your second time on the podcast hopefully i can see you in person at some point next season pitching somewhere
1: I, <laughs> I, i'm hoping so yeah
0: right on well hey you have a great rest of your day man Uh, enjoy it be safe out there you know the weather's kind of crazy and stuff but uh have a great rest of your night thank you
1: yeah thank you you too appreciate you having me on and it's it's fun to chat baseball
0: thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube